Welcome to this podcast presented by Unity Lutheran Church. It's good to have you joining us today. I'm Pastor John Horner-Eibler from Unity, and it's great to welcome you, whether you're in your car or at your home, uh, listening in on a conversation with uh, four really important people who've joined us today uh, to talk about their life experience in the middle of COVID-19. We're joined by our uh, Director of Youth Ministries, Mac Griepentrug, and then three seniors in our high school youth group who've had their senior year kind of turned upside down by school closure and delays of important things that are going on uh, in everyone's lives, and then the prospect of wondering how exactly they will launch into the next part of their lives come the end of the summer. And that's uh, unsettling and uh, maybe scary or maybe also a little bit exciting to them and to all of us. So I'm really thankful to uh, Mitchell Miller and Ryan Johnson and Stephanie Barron for joining us as a part of today's podcast. Uh, I think a good place to start is just for everybody to get to hear your voices a little bit. Uh, so Mac Griepentrag, we'll start with you. How about just sharing a little something about uh, yourself as we get started here with the conversation? Sure. Well, it's good to be with you. And <clears throat> With everything going on, obviously, I've been spending lots of time at home, so I've gone on way more family walks than I think I ever have in my entire life, and we have uh, the Greenway Trail that connects in our neighborhood, so we've been on that a bunch, and there's even a pond back there, so doing plenty of rock-skipping tutorials with Elliot. <laughs> What's the longest skip you had this week, Matt? Uh, I had one that was about five or six, and of course, uh, no one saw it except for me. Uh, of course not. Hey, Mitch, that seems like a perfect transition point to you. I think I've seen you skip uh, a few uh, rocks more than five or six times. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so I'm a student at Brookfield Central High School. I love to play baseball, and I've probably gotten at least probably 10. This might be my, my record for right. skipping rocks. And I'll be going to Winona State next year, which should be fun. Yeah, cool. And uh, what? Did, tell me real quick while we're doing these introductions, what's the – I mean, uh, baseball is now a spring sport at your high school, so your season is essentially wiped out at this point? Yeah, there's um, this week about whether the Wisconsin High School Association is going to hold a summer league or – it's just going to be canceled in general. So we'll know soon whether it's going to happen or not. Okay. Well, we will keep our fingers crossed and hope that somehow it could happen. Uh, hey, Ryan Johnson, how about a little introduction from you? Okay. I also go to Brookfield Central, and I like to play sports as well. I play football, baseball, and track. Um, and then I also like to play games with my family and friends, which luckily right now, all my sisters are back home finally, so we get to play a lot of fun family games. Awesome. Sounds good. And Stephanie Barron, uh, how about you? So I'm, my name is Stephanie, obviously. I have been a member of Unity Lutheran since I was about five. Um, back then, I was still cross of life, but... Um, I've been a super involved member of senior high for a really long time, and I'm just happy to be here. I'm hopefully going to be attending 
Georgetown University in the fall. Um, well, thanks to all of you for being a part of this. We've, we've got about 25 minutes together with our listeners, and I just have so many different things that I'm just kind of curious about with each each of you. Uh, Mitch, can I start with you? And one of the things I was wondering about was just how, how your kind of impression of what's going on changed since uh, school first came to a stop. I mean, how did, it, how did you react to that when it first happened? And how are you thinking about it now that we're almost a month into it? So it was that last Friday, we were all like, oh, we're going to miss the next week of school. Then we have spring break. Hopefully we only miss maybe one more week and we'd be back. And well, now looking at it, I was like, it'll be a good break, you know, stay at home, sleep in. And now I just want to go back so bad just to be with everybody, see people, you know, like at the time, I never really thought it would be my last day of high school. So it's, it's kind of settling in my mind that, wow, that was it. This could be over. Yeah. The, the abruptness of it is so kind of surprising. Um, uh, how has it kind of changed your, your daily routine? Like, do you get up at the same time? Do you, uh, I mean, how's that the same or different for you? Well, now I get the luxury of sleeping in, which I guess I won't take that for granted, but <laughs> it's routinely been eight o'clock instead of getting up way early at like six, six fifteen. So, okay. and I guess I'm able to go out a little bit more during the day and not more in the afternoon. So sounds good. Hey, Ryan, um, as you've kind of been going through this, uh, has there been anybody like a family member or a friend of yours who's sort of surprised you by how they're handling this? Maybe in a, in a good way. Um, I would say my sister Emily has really kind of surprised. Not that she has like a lot of energy, but like she's always wanting to do stuff with all of us. And she's saying, let's go outside. Let's go shoot baskets. Let's go play baseball. Let's play this game. And she's been just like really energetic and never really down, always trying to do stuff. Even um, willing to kind of push back her work time. Like if she's in the middle of working, she'll stop to come do something with us on homework or something, which has been really fun. It kind of makes it exciting and um, a good way to spend the time. Yeah, yeah. So what you said your family likes to play games. What are a couple of the games that uh, you've been playing the most? Um, we've been playing Euchre a lot, like we always have. And then a game called Extreme Garbage, which I learned this summer on the East Coast. I mean, not the East Coast, the Boundary Waters trip before we left. Um, and then we've also been playing games with Unity um, Senior High. We found this online thing that we can do to play games with each other. So we've been playing games like Sorry and Trouble on there. Cool. Actually, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that because I hadn't known those games existed. And then um, my brother ended up in the, the hospital in the Twin Cities area with a, uh, a, a leg infection. And he was bored out of his mind so that I then introduced him to uh, – uh, those games and it, it helped him maintain his sanity while laying there in his hospital bed. So thank you, senior high group for that. Hey, Stephanie. Um, let's see. 
uh, oh, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, just like the functional stuff. Like, is your high school still having its graduation graduation as scheduled or not? And if not, what are they thinking of? Yeah, so right now, my friend is actually on Student Senate. She's one of the officers on Student Senate. So she's kind of given me the inside scoop about what our president or what our principal is um, thinking about right now. So obviously we would love to have graduation as scheduled on June 5th, but it's just not looking like that's going to be happening. So we're thinking about doing um, a parade in our cars, recognizing seniors on the day of graduation, which would have been June 5th for Pewaukee. Um, And just maintaining social distancing that way, but also having some sense of completion on that day and hopefully having a real ceremony where we get to walk across the stage and receive our diplomas sometime in August. Obviously that would be a little bit weird considering that we do have some student athletes who are going to be leaving in July. So for their um, seasons in college. So not everyone is going to be able to be present at that ceremony if it does happen in August, but if it doesn't end up happening in August, they were even thinking about perhaps pushing back the ceremony to December when all of the collegiate students are on winter break. Mm. So that's a little bit disheartening to hear from our principal, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do in these times and I'd rather have everyone stay safe. Yeah. Well, thanks for thinking of it that way, but uh, that's actually a really creative kind of, way of approaching it um I, I i hope you get to walk across the stage sooner sooner than later hey can as while well, i'm still with you stephanie um tell me about how you're keeping up with with friends is it do you feel as connected as before um more connected less connected and how does that kind of how does that work for you so it's kind of funny because our group chat or our, my friend group from my high school has kind of the reputation that none of us really respond in our group chat right away. And it's been kind of funny because as soon as anyone says anything in the text group chat now, everyone responds immediately because we have absolutely nothing else to be doing. Um, Yeah, so we're staying more connected in that way, and we've been group FaceTiming a lot, and we've actually had several quote-unquote car parties in Wagner Park where we've just backed our cars into a circle, and this is something that's been happening all around the community, but we've backed our cars into a circle and just sat in our trunks, of course, six feet apart, and just talked to each other, and every time that we do that, I feel so much better just my mood just skyrockets because I am everyone here is such a social social person, but anyone that knows me knows that I'm super extroverted. And so obviously this time has been hard for everyone, but yeah. And it's kind of funny because me and my friends, my three other best friends, Bryn, Ava and Elise, we used to have lunch together every other day. And so we have, we've had our last high school lunch. And so we were talking about maybe bringing like our, what would have been our school lunches to the parking lot one day and just eating lunch together. 
Yeah, Stephanie, I, I actually knowing all three of you, like you say, you are all super connected people and uh, not having that is, is really a struggle. It's a, as I watch people at church are, are what I would think of as our more outgoing members um, really long for any conversation, um, even if you're 20 feet apart, kind of yelling at each other. Matt, where, where are you kind of on that spectrum? Have you found yourself um, like feeling uh, disconnected from others or not so much? Well, uh, Ryan mentioned that we've been doing these uh, game kind of things every once in a while. So that's been fun and a way to kind of stay connected to the senior high students. And of course, we have the senior high group chat that allows us to uh, connect. Um, personally, I haven't done uh, as many of those kind of, you know, Zoom hangout things with friends and things like that. Um, hopefully, I think I saw that maybe now the golf courses are going to be opening up and that's one of my favorite things to do when the weather gets nice. So if that is the case and I can find an open tea time, I will surely find myself out there. <laughs> Yes, you will. I hope you get one this weekend already, Matt. Hey, Mitch, can we cycle back to you? I, sure. I, I was kind of wondering, um, tell me a little bit of what the, just what you think the future looks like at this point for, for you, um, your family, the world you can you can make that as broad or as narrow as you want, but I, I guess are you anxious? Are you feeling uh, not worried about the future? Uh, tell us about that a little bit. Well, I'm pretty worried about the future, but that's just me overlooking things. I think I think after this uh, May 26th, I believe, is when the last order hopefully will be. Things will start slowly but surely getting back to normal. Um, uh, hopefully, I mean, sports drive a big part of my life, so hopefully that can get back soon. But we would go out to the state parks, and that was also shut off now. So there's not really much for us to do now. Walk around the neighborhood, go to Foxbrook, but that's really all we can really do. Yeah, am I correct in thinking all three of you would have been in spring sports? Yes, all three I, of us. I would not have been. Okay, okay. So, Mitch, are you? I mean, uh, you said you uh, love to play baseball, and you were you were on the high school team, and, and I know Ryan is too. Like, are you able to throw, or how how do you keep in shape with that right now? So. I have a brother that also is on the baseball team, so I've been able to throw a lot with him. We've gotten out to a field every once in a while just to get some hitting and throwing reps in. How about you, Ryan? You're kind of in the, in the same boat. Were, were you a, would you have been a baseball player this spring or a, a track person? I, I actually do both, Pastor John. So um, I did it last year was the first year that baseball moved in spring, so I kind of split uh, baseball and track. And I think for my coaches to be very um, helpful and let me do that. Mm -hmm. But, um, so for baseball, I've been throwing with uh, my sister, Emily and my dad a little bit, make sure I stay up. 
Um, hitting is a little bit more difficult for me because I don't have a lot of hitting supplies, but um, I have found a way to get my hitting in. And then for track, he's been sending us like workouts to do, which are not that hard to figure out. So I can just do short sprints. There's some drills I know from the past couple of years. Okay. Okay. Stephanie, I mean, uh, I, I know you play tennis. Um, is that something you're able to do at this point or are tennis courts kind of in a sense, uh, not open at this point? Tennis courts are open. I don't believe the school tennis courts have nets up, but, um, my family doesn't really play tennis. We play some very occasionally recreationally. We haven't been during quarantine, but, um, my three other best friends play tennis and that's one of the reasons why we're so close and why we are friends, um, is because we've bonded over tennis, but I haven't gotten the chance to play with them yet. I don't know how all of our respective parents would feel about touching yeah. communal tennis balls, I that, guess, which that, is kind of sad yeah. to think about, but yeah, boy, something that none of us ever gave a thought to previously. Right. Um, exactly. You know, I, in a way this isn't, uh, I mean, at some level, nothing good comes from a crisis like this, but I guess as you think about your own experiences, uh, has there been anything that struck you as, uh, a silver lining in like your experience of it? Yeah, absolutely. So my dad was actually talking to me the other day and he kind of hit me like right in my feels because he said something to me like, Stephanie, I feel really bad for you because not only are you a senior, but I feel like you were right in your prime when quarantine started. And I started thinking about it and I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, honestly, I was in like the prime time of my life just with, I ha I feel like, felt like I was on top of everything that I needed to be doing. School was going really well. I was working three or four days a week. I was getting up every morning at like 4.30 a.m. to go to the oh. gym before school. And then I was getting really into more cooking. I'm really passionate about nutrition. So, and then quarantine hit and I'm not going to school anymore. I'm doing online school, obviously, but it's not exactly the same. I was laid off from my job, so I don't have that anymore. Um, I can't go to the gym anymore. And so I was really at a loss for like what I had to look forward to, even because um, I had been planning this trip with my best friends over spring break for the past two years. I was canceled. Appalachian Service wow. Project trip is canceled. So a lot of stuff was just getting canceled. But I have found that I have a real passion for cooking, which I kind of knew before quarantine. But um, I've been able to really develop new recipes that I like and be creative in the kitchen, Ooh. which I didn't really have time for before. Um, but and just learning more, reading more about the stuff that I'm passionate about. So, Ooh, so tell us about one thing that you enjoyed creating. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know me personally, I have a dairy and gluten intolerance. So I learned that 
about a year ago and I've been gluten-free and dairy-free since October and vegan since January. So I have been creating all sorts of vegan recipes for my family and they've been loving them, honestly, not to put words in their mouth, but that's what they told me. So, but I've, (laughs) I've made gluten-free and vegan gnocchi and I've made lettuce boats and I think we've made some gluten-free and vegan pizza. Yeah. We've been enjoying food here in the Baron house. Wow. Cool. Well, if yeah. anyone is listening to this podcast when they're hungry, that was probably not heard <laughs> because that all sounded absolutely delicious. Mm. Yum, yum. You mentioned, I think I'll, I'll switch to, to Ryan, but Stephanie just mentioned, uh, you know, that that servant trip to Appalachia got canceled. Um, tell us a little bit, Ryan, about what you're going to end up missing about that particular trip in terms of the people, the work, anything like that? Well, so unlike Stephanie and Mitch, I did not go my freshman year as I figured I could go my senior year. So it's kind of disappointing that my whole plan kind of backfired on me because I'm not going my senior year. Uh, And I know Mitch and Stephanie said the Kentucky trip, their freshman year was probably their favorite trip to me before. So like not getting that experience is kind of kind of hard for me and like I was so excited and talking with people about it and just getting ready to go was just like something I was really looking forward to and I don't know just like being able to hang out with everyone for a week just something like you can't you can't just make up and it's something I'm gonna kind of be sad the rest of my life had an experience. Mitch any so you did go as a freshman Mitch uh anything different than what uh, Ryan just kind of talked about as you think about someone who did go on the trip. Well, when I first went on the trip, I went with Brian's sister. She was in one of my groups for the houses and just seeing the natives of that impoverished area and being the shining light to brighten up their day. It was just something that I wish I could feel again. It's a once in a lifetime thing, you know? No, it really is. It's the opportunity to spend a week with uh, people in their home, working together with them on that is, is a really unique thing. You don't get to do that often. And I think we're all really sorry that, you know, the three of you along with everyone else who was uh, supposed to be on that trip won't, won't get that experience. Um, yeah. If I could add something really quick, Pastor John. So I was um, an incoming sophomore. So it was the year after freshman year when Mitch and I went on um, this mission trip. And I can honestly say that it was the best week of my life to date. It was such an amazing week in meeting new people and just strengthening the connections that I already had. Like even Mitch and I weren't super close before Kentucky and we became really close on Kentucky. I met my boyfriend of almost two years on that trip and we were best friends since the day that it ended. And I've met also one of my other best friends on that trip, Reagan Lawrence. And it was just such 
a unique and amazing experience that I never will ever forget. Yeah, it's, I think on all of the trips that we take as a congregation, they, they are a blessing for everybody, but then they're often just kind of a, a surprising blessing that you don't see coming. The people you meet, you know, the relationships you form, I mean, all of that stuff is just so powerful. How about, could any of you kind of take a stab at just how is this experience, the, the negatives, any of the little positives that are coming out of it, as, as a person of Christian faith, what have you kind of learned about yourself in the middle of all of this? Um, has it deepened your faith, raised questions for you? Just where are you at with that? Well, I think like anyone else in this pandemic, we're kind of all wondering like what the heck is going on and yep. how God factors into this whole thing. And with learning stuff about myself, I already knew that I was a super extroverted person and I needed people, but obviously you need people more than ever in a time like this. So that's kind of when you look to God and just cry for help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, God's a great connector, and so that's a huge part of it. Brian or Mitch, any thoughts about that? Like I'd say like guiding you in the middle of all of this. Just looking at it at a standpoint for when I'm reaching the back end of my life, looking back on these times with my family, it's going to be something that I think I'll be thankful for that I have this time with them, just getting to know them better before I go off to college. You know, it's just a great way to get to know them. And, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's a purpose. So, you know, we're, we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear you mention that. I mean, I, I, I really think for a lot of households, this is kind of a unique moment where uh, you're together in an unexpected way, and it, it probably really will never happen again. We'll hope at least not in this way. And that makes it, you know, really special. And, and I'm hoping that lots of people can take advantage of that. Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I would say, like, it's a, it's kind of like a wake up to thinking how much, like, it really, like, church really means to me. And just not being able to go every Sunday and just seeing people from church and being able to, like, seeing online is just a little bit different. Because, like, it's still, you still get the message and everything. But, like faith to me like kind of about connections and not being able to like talk even with people that I might not know as well from my church but just like saying hi to people I see every Sunday and just kind of something I miss I'm kind of ready to get back to Matt what are you thinking in the middle of all this as you listen to our seniors reflect on things well they're very wise they said a lot of good things Uh, I don't know if I can add a whole lot of wisdom to that but just you know, coming at it from a faith perspective, I think the thing that I keep coming back to is that it seems like whenever you enter, you know, a period of hardship or crisis um, or tough times, it's it's easy to then point to trying to find like an answer um, that makes you feel better, um, an answer that, you know, incorporates God into that. And I think that it's okay for us as people to just um, not have an answer. And there's all these examples in the Bible of, 
you know, people just facing hardship and just crying out to God and saying, why, why is this happening? <laughs> um, you know, even Jesus himself asking the question on the cross. So I think, uh, you know, it's okay for us to not have answers and to just um, be asking questions. For sure. I, uh, as I sit here listening, I just, I so appreciate that the, the three of you, um, well, for one thing that you're, you're a good group of servant people. You, one of the things you wanted to do with your precious, uh, year after senior year summer was to, to go and serve someplace else. And that's, that's a really important, um, part of your character. And it's also really important that, you know, um, that it is about people and about staying connected to them. And, uh, I just value that really highly in all three of you as we, as we kind of draw to a close, um, I, I, I would think our audience, uh, might include some people your age, but it's going to certainly include a lot of adults. If, if they could say a prayer for you, what's one attribute or gift or anything that, uh, you would want them to pray on your behalf? What's something that, that you could use a little prayer for, um, at this very unique moment in your lives? At this point, Pastor John, I'm just hoping I can go to college in the fall. So if I could receive some prayers on that topic and not just for me, but for all of the seniors here and in the program and in the country, honestly. Let's get back on schedule. That's a good one. We'll put that on the list. Mitch, how about you? I second that. I just hope to get back to college or, well, not back to college, but to get to college on time and get on with the next phase of life and just hopefully have this end up quickly for everyone, you know? Ryan, anything you'd you'd add beyond that? I'm pretty sure you would uh, agree with all that. (laughs) Yeah, but, um, Dad, I would just make sure you kind of keep in the prayers, like people who are a little bit more affected. Cause personally, like it hasn't really hit me yet and I'm kind of doing fine. So I just make sure like you, you know, people who are maybe struggling a little bit more with the whole pandemic and you kind of put them in your prayers and maybe even like shoot them a message or something. You just kind of check up on how they're doing and just make sure everyone that you know is doing good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, we as a congregation have been really fortunate in that to my awareness, at least no one, in the congregation, and that's, you know, about 600 some households has uh, had COVID-19. Uh, we know a number of family members connected to the congregation. So lots of people real directly affected, and we sure keep them in our prayers. And we will add the three of you to our prayers, along with all of the, the members of the senior class through Unity and through all of the high schools in our area. Um that you can get back on schedule sooner than later and that you can keep being uh, the really good people of faith that you are. Um, Thanks so much again to Mitchell Miller, Ryan Johnson, Stephanie Varen, uh, seniors in our high school program, and to Matt Griepentrog, who is our director of uh, youth ministries, for just spending a half hour together talking about what it's like right now and what the future may hold for each of us. 
uh, as individuals and as um, followers of Jesus Christ. So thank you if you've been listening to this podcast for joining us, and we hope you'll join us again on a future Tuesday or at any time uh, at the Unity Lutheran Church uh, website. Thank you and goodbye.